Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Welcome you into and thank you so much for joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker, Scott Kirshner, and Chaz Price, and myself. My name is Chris Vaughn. Like I said, really do appreciate you joining us. 419-794-3030. That's the phone number. 419-794-3030. Online, ARHQ.com. Today on the show, how to set your child up for financial success. We're going to talk about what the biggest risk is in retirement, and we're going to talk about what to do if your employer retirement plan doesn't offer an annuity option, all this and more. But first, let me check in with the guys. Nolan, Scott, Jazz, glad to be with you as always. How are we doing today? Hey, doing good. And yeah, this is Nolan. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a interesting weekend, you know, if you will. It's kind of like the summertime's coming to an end for my family. Uh, yep. Taking my son back to Bowling Green State University this weekend. My niece, who's doing a summer internship with us, is back to Ohio State this weekend. And then... Uh, Carter's also back to Anthony Wayne School, so it's uh, going to be weird. Going to be another change in life, and I guess we all go through those changes in life. But uh, wow, what a wonderful summer it was having all the kids home and having a lot of fun this summer. You're right. You know, it's coming to the end of summer, and things are kicking off here um, into the fall, which is always a good thing. You know, football's coming, and a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. I um I got a junior starting here in Bowling Green. I can't even believe it. And then my, oh my daughter, goodness. she's already starting to look for colleges. So um, I'm excited about that uh, that college planning segment and the financial health of kids that we've got later on in the show for our listeners that have college age and and kids, maybe grandkids. Got a lot of big life takeaways. changes, yeah, on the way for yeah. sure for for everybody out there. And you know the the was it the days are long, but the years are short. It's going to be uh, you know the holidays before we know it. It's going to be. Uh, 2035. It's going to be your retirement day before you know it. So there's no time like the present to really put a plan together. And uh, that's what the team at America's Retirement Headquarters is here for. Again, ARHQ.com or a 419-794-3030. Let's look a little ahead to the future to the year 2033. This one isn't necessarily so happy. The government has disclosed that without any changes, if things stand the way they are right now, the Social Security Retirement Trust Fund will be depleted by 2033 and there will not be enough money to pay promised benefits. So to prevent everybody from seeing a reduction, Congress may change some rules so that only certain groups are targeted. Is this something that people that are in that retirement red zone right now or maybe just retired that, that they should be worried about? I really think it is something that they should be extremely worried about their individual situation and really take action on what they should do about it. You know, one of the things that we can do for you, I think we are probably one of the first companies in Northwest Ohio uh, that have this software available for you. It's called your Social Security Risk Score. And, you know, what we can do is we can run this analysis and help you with access your likelihood of a reduction of what your Social Security benefits could be. It is something that we do uh, complimentary for our radio show listeners, uh, giving you that Social Security risk score. But, you know, when you look at it, by 2033, the payroll taxes collected would only be enough to pay 77% of scheduled benefits. You know, and America's really at risk or having that promise that the government gave us, uh, having their reductions go down by 20 or 30 percent. You know, a lot of us have seen it right on their statement. And I saw another stat that showed roughly about 67 percent of uh, people that are close to or in retirement time 
are worried about the impact a reduction of Social Security could have in their uh, family situation. So instead of, you know, staring at the train that's coming at you at 100 miles an hour, you know, what we want to do is we can run this report and the, the Social Security Risk Analyzer and talk to you about what could be the level of at risk you are in your situation. We can analyze your current retirement plan and we can identify ways in your individual family situation on how you can help minimize what that impact is. If you haven't got uh, a social security risk score done yet, call the office uh, 419-794-3030. Just ask for the social security risk score. We'll run the analysis for you. Again, 419-794-3030. Um, but when you look at it, guys, there can be a couple of different ways. I think, Scott, for you, you know, one of the ways that uh, when you look at people that could be impacted, we could use uh, what your industry has done and in kind of the Medicare. There's 10 plus million retirees that are paying higher Medicare Part B premiums uh, because by 2030 with the widespread changes of the means test, meaning that, you know, with your Medicare premiums, if you make too much, quote, money. Right your Medicare premium cost can double. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the standard right now, uh, you know, just using today's cost, the standard is uh, 164.90. But, uh, you know, we've got some clients that are making, uh, you know, quite a bit of money through retirement where it's up to $650, you know. So you're looking Mm. at roughly $450 to $500 more in just a Medicare premium cost, right? And if you're coming off of a group employer plan, you may be paying you know, five, $600 a month. Now your husband and wife, you go on Medicare, you're looking at anywhere from a thousand to $1,200 a month just to have Medicare. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, you're absolutely right, Nolan. That's something that's huge. And you know, what will be interesting that comes out of this is the definition that the government comes up with the word wealthy, right? So when absolutely. I think about wealthy, I think of, you know, you know, people making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, having millions of dollars of savings. But, you know, what we can use is we can use the government as a guideline on what their definition of wealthy is. So when you look at this, the fact is the law that already stands today is a portion of your social security can be taxable. And when a married couple files taxes and their provisional income is over 34000 that's when your Social Security starts to become taxable. So one might look at it as that the threshold that the government's right. going to look at as wealthy because that's what they already begin to tax mm-hmm. people at. Another one, Chaz, if we go back to COVID, um, you know, in COVID, the government gave out stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. And for households making more than $75,000, I think that's what the threshold was. You didn't get a stimulus check. So then there again, you know, $75,000, that could be the threshold that maybe the government considers you to be somewhat uh, wealthy and uh, maybe not through this means type test, be able to get your full benefits of Social sure. Security. You could be one of the groups that's targeted for for a reduction. You could also be a group that's targeted for reduction if you have too much buildup in your investment assets. So let's say you did what you were supposed to do, which was save for your own retirement. You build up a 401k or an IRA or, you know, these retirement accounts, you know, in that scenario, what you could be impacted by is you could be impacted by having too much assets, again, in some other means tests that are out there. Uh, They could raise the full retirement age. Uh, Another issue is they could, in the future, be a decision of who's making changes on raising rates. So like right now, a large percentage of the voting population is baby boomers. Right. 
But that trend's going to change over time, and younger generations, you know, could be a majority of the voting population when we flash forward 10 years from now. And the question is, is will the younger voters accept higher tax rates combined with partial benefit reductions for older generations that are out there? Or are they going to say, well, mom and dad, they can afford to have a little bit of a reduction. Sure. We should all take a reduction. So getting your Social Security risk score is how you can find out what the likelihood of your reduction is. Get some unique insights into your situation and learn about the strategies on how you can mitigate that risk. We'd be happy to run that free report for you. Again, to call the office, 419-794-3030. Ask for your Social Security risk score. We'll get that information for you. But Chaz, when you look at it and you're talking to clients, I know as a certified financial planner, Social Security is one of the cornerstones of somebody's retirement income. It can have a big impact if that number declines. Yeah, it could absolutely have a big impact. And it's a it's a big deal for a lot of Americans, particularly ones that are, I would say, most vulnerable. The ones that in some cases maybe are uh, elderly, maybe widows or, or widowers and uh, are living at or below the poverty level. So. I think it's important, you know, the downside is all of those solutions that you just discussed, Nolan, none of them are ideal, of course. And the other thing that I counsel clients on is the fact that every single one of those is really outside of our control. These are not things that we can control what the Congress does with Social Security. So one of the themes that we've used in the past shows is, is taking back control of your retirement. And I think there's a couple ways that our, our clients and our listeners can do that. One way, um, and Scott, you do a great job of this, is just taking people out to ssa.gov sure. and enrolling them uh, in their My Social Security account, making sure that they're enrolled and that um, they're getting up-to-date information, they're getting the newsletter, downloading their up-to-date statements. Uh, the other thing you can do is just keep listening to reputable news outlets, like what you're already doing, listening to the show. We're gonna keep you up-to-date. We've We've got that social security uh, analysis that we can run for you. And so to me, I think just staying knowledgeable, staying up to date about the changes and trying to control what we control is the best we can do at this point. Controlling what you can control, obviously a very valuable tenant there. And it's all about mitigating risk. Longtime listeners of the show will know it is all about you know mitigating your market risk, things like that, uh, addressing the concern about running out of money. When it comes to social security, and the situation that it's in right now, it's also about knowing the risk that you have as far as reduced benefits. The Social Security risk score, as Nolan said there, uh, complimentary to you. Find that, have that analysis run. Find out where you stand right now and uh, how it can all work uh, for you or against you. Complimentary, uh, just give a call, 419-794-3030. You can also go to the website, if you like, arhq.com. While the stock market decides if it's in a new bull market or not, there's still the question if we'll have a recession. Here's Wealth Advisor Richard Bernstein, recently on CNBC. You know, a year ago at this point, 90% of economists were saying we were either in a recession or one was imminent. I think that's down to about 40% now. And so I do think that, you know, a recession's looming out there. I don't see the point to trying to, to time it and say it's going to start next Thursday at 2.15 in the afternoon. I just don't think that's a, a fruitful investment strategy. Do you guys hear from clients who want to go to the sidelines with their money until this all blows over, until the smoke clears? 
Well, you know, I guess if we're either in a recession or about to have a recession, you know, in my 47 years of being here on the U.S., this is one of the longest debated questions for a long time, right? It's changed drastically. Well, the definition of recession changed. <laughs> right. I mean, right? Uh, who knows where we're at right now? We you know, I think the big part of this question comes down to, you know, if you're a listener of the show and you've listened to the talking heads about a recession or, you know, what's going on in the economy, it, there's always a reason to not be invested. You know, it's been that way ever mm-hmm. since I got involved into this. I mean, I can remember as a kid in the young days, you know, when I was with my dad in his blue Astro van and we were driving to the mall in the crash of 87 and he had the, the AM radio blaring in the background because of the crash of 87. You know, even if you look at the market and you think of the things that we've gone through as a country, the best time to be invested is always. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The best time is to stay invested and don't let the short-term noise get in your way. I had a review recently. Somebody had come to our university class. Uh, we'll just call this guy Bill to protect his identity. But Bill had come in, and what he did when I looked at his portfolio, I noticed his entire retirement was in cash. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of surprised. I'm like, well, why is your entire retirement sure. account? He says, well, in October of last year, 2022, I just couldn't take it anymore. I just had to stop what was happening with the market going down. And he went to cash and he moved his money into cash. Now, here we are three quarters later. We've had three back-to-back positive quarters in the stock market. And what his question was is, do I get back in now? Yeah. I mean, and that's a tough answer for him and for me to give because after missing out on what is a major rally since October, you know, getting back into the market could be a painful lesson because the market's already had that big rally. Mm -hmm. So you have to realize, folks, you as an individual, you as a human, you have emotions and emotions are something that are difficult when it comes to making, you know, investment decisions about when to get in and out of the market. It comes down to Chaz understanding the plan and methodology wouldn't you agree yeah i would and you know you and i have talked about at to ad nauseum really when when clients ask us should be we be getting in or out of the market um when we get out of the market we have to be right twice we have to be right once on the way out and then we have to be right again on the way in so we've already really reduced our chances you know generally um and i have had a, a few clients say you know for whatever reason they wanted to get out of the market maybe I think the world was supposed to be ending a few weeks ago (laughs) again or something like that. (laughs) But almost always the answer is a resounding no. Um, It's kind of like to me saying that if you need a new roof, you're just going to sell your house. It's just a drastic and it's a costly mistake that people make and may solve your problem in the short term, but it certainly doesn't do anything for you in the long term. So a couple of reasons why, first of all, you lose money. When you sell your investments, the market goes down, you lock in those losses, and you miss out on any, on any potential gains because you're out of the market. Mm-hmm. You also, um, like we said, you have to be right twice, but also we're talking about taxes now and fees because we may have you know, uh, realized a loss or a gain. Um, and, and it just, you know, generally, I think not being in the market, not being invested in the uh, largest companies in the world, the Fortune 500 firms, it reduces your income. 
you know, because a lot of those companies that we talk about pay good steady dividends and those dividends our clients rely on. Uh, in many cases, dividends have grown almost three times as fast as inflation has. So we call it the inflation killer. Getting in the stock market, owning some dividends is where I would want to be if I'm concerned about running out of money because the dividends keep up. And then to your point, Nolan, uh, the last 30 years, I think the market has grown something insane, like 800% as compared to the, the fixed income markets, only about 115 over the last 30 years. So uh, it, it doesn't logically make sense to get out of the market really ever. Um, but people do it because like you said, it's uh, it's an emotional game that a lot of people play. And I think that you know just goes back to demonstrating the value of working with a financial professional. So if you're listening today and you have a financial professional, maybe you haven't heard from them, maybe you need a second opinion, maybe you're wondering, you know, what does your gut say about going to cash and you just want to talk to somebody and talk that through, let's take the emotions out of it. Let's help you make a sound financial decision, something that you don't look back and say, you know, I wish I would have called the guys then because uh, we're available now. You can talk to us now. In fact, we've got some great solutions for you. So we have some ways that we can show you uh, how to protect, you know, some of your portfolio from significant declines while being able to participate when the market goes up. And you can do that without buying an annuity. There's different options that we have available. If you go to YouTube and you look at our America's Retirement Headquarters playlist and look at our model portfolios, you know, protected equity, uh, iron retirement, dividend kings, all of these portfolios, they have the ability to incorporate some technical analysis for you that we can add a gas pedal, add a circuit breaker into your portfolio. And when those economic conditions automatically have a strategy that's designed to reduce that risk, so we're using math to optimize your portfolio versus using your gut. As Chaz points out, if you go to cash, you got to get it right twice, when to get out and then when to get back in. So if, if you're having that feeling, uh, you're the type of person that should pick up the phone call. Let us put together an independent portfolio analysis for you. Let us share, you know, our years of wisdom about what you should do right now with today's markets. That number is 419-794-3030. Once again, 419-794-3030. It is important, as we said previously, to control what you can control. We can't control what the markets are going to do. And truth be told, a lot of the times we can't really control what our emotions are going to do when we see things like a market drop. But if you have a plan in place that takes these into account, if you can have that emotional detachment, it is a good way to maintain uh, the quality of your retirement. Make sure you don't jeopardize it on on a whim, on a gut feeling. 419-794-3030 is how you get started or go to the website, ARHQ.com. Now, Nolan, I know recently we mentioned on a previous show that you had a chance to, to spend some time with a lot of other financial advisors in Nashville. And another guest that was there uh, was Gary Lavox, the lead singer of Rascal Flats. And uh, a song that he dedicated to his two daughters was My Wish. Uh, when you guys had a chance to sit down and speak with him, he explained how he reminds his girls that the band has had some tough times starting out. It was paycheck to paycheck. And then, thank goodness, I got to a place where I'd make more than I'd spend a little bit. So then it was saving and then saving for them and investing and save more than you spend and live within your means. You know, it's hard to do. Even with stupid stuff like DoorDash, and it's like, go across the street and get it. So you have to keep instilling that stuff because they're just sitting there going, yeah, um, can I have Starbucks? You can see Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to wonder, guys, what is the best financial advice you got from your parents and are there any tips that you're passing along to your kids? 
Yeah, it's a great question, Chris. And um, like I said, it's been, you know, college planning is in full force at the house mm -hmm. now. And, you know, as we're talking about some of these things, uh, I've been thinking about it a lot more of what type of advice I want to pass on to the kids. And um, I, I think there's really not one specific answer that I think fits all people because obviously everybody has different goals for their kids. But, you know, being an advisor for the last 20 years, there's a couple of things that I picked up that I think most people share. Um, one of them is, I think a big one is just teaching kids the value of money, what it means to earn, uh, and how to spend and save wisely. Um, but another good one, um, I think is just teaching kids how to invest early. And, uh, that was one of the, the lessons that my mom taught me early. Um, that's probably one of the major impetus for me getting into the investment space because we started investing early. Um, came from Sandusky and bought some shares at Cedar Point and was in, was hooked ever since. But you know, I think encouraging kids to save early does a lot of things. One of the big ones I think we all need a little bit of is delayed gratification. So when you invest mm -hmm. in something and you don't necessarily see it skyrocket right away, but you're invested and you're, um, you know, you, you follow that stock and you're into it, uh, teaches delayed gratification. And I think that's critical to build and discipline these days. And Nolan, as a Marine, you know, wouldn't you agree discipline and, um, you know, just living in your means is a big deal. It really is. And I, you know, I got a great lesson from dad about saving early. I took my paper out money when I was 12 and I invested into the market. And anybody who's listened to my story, you know, knows that at an early age, my dad got me invested into the market and it helped me a lot through college and, you know, getting started in life. So I also helped my kids with, you know, getting started in life. But that delayed gratification, I think, you know, it goes a long way um, into thinking that you, you don't need it now. It does take time for it to develop. Uh, both my kids, so my youngest is in high school and my oldest is at BGSU with your son. Mm -hmm. uh, both have stock portfolios. They've had stock portfolios since they've been a kid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we sit down, we look at them, we go through and talk about, you know, the corporations and the companies that they own. Uh, there's certain gas stations that my son owns and he'll go get gas at those places. Mm -hmm. uh, there's certain technology companies that my son owns and those are the companies that he buys. So, you know, not only does he take pride in ownership in the companies that he owns, he understands looking at those financial statements. Um, probably uh, going back to what Gary said, and I had an absolute blast meeting uh, Gary Lavux uh, from the Rascal Flats there in Nashville. Real good-hearted person. Um, you know, what he was talking about, you know, I can so relate to DoorDash, you know, yes. with my kids, they want to get DoorDash and I'm like, just drive to the mall. It's right there. Or wanting to get Starbucks when you come into the office. Uh, we have the big coffee pot and we'll go through a couple of coffee pots at the office. I don't know. It probably cost me what a nickel or something. Want to sure. get coffee out of there? Yeah, it tastes it's, about the same. It's $5 when you go through one of those, you know, high end coffee places, but, uh, you gotta be really careful. And it was good that he, uh, taught those lessons. I've tried to teach my kids lessons about saving early, uh, which is why I think my son is involved in this business, uh, being in the financial services. And then probably the best advice that I could give that I got from my dad was either be the man or work for the man. Sure. You know, so my dad had taught me that, you know, you should be a business owner and you should exchange, you know, what is in your brain for your talent and uh, money versus your time and money. Mm -hmm. Meaning that if you work for a set dollar amount from nine to five, that's kind of your capacity. But if you use your knowledge of what you've learned and you're able to use that to build a business, use that to help other people like what we do when it comes to investing, that's exactly how you can make a bigger financial impact back on 
other people's lives in your your own life, which is why uh, that message is probably the best one that I got from Dad. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I echo all of those. You know, I watched a video the other day, and it was about a retirement community down in Florida, and and um, uh, they did an interview with a lot of the old people that were in the retirement community, and they asked them that very question. You know, what would you tell your younger self, or what would you tell a young person today? And they all said the same thing first, invest early in life, you know, and, and, you know, you guys are, have always been in the financial business and, and, um, you know, for someone who doesn't have that luxury of having a dad or someone that's in your life, that is a, um, a financial advisor and, and working with money, you can only tell them so many times to invest early, invest early until they finally get it and see the results later in life. But here, I want to add one other thing, you know, build credit. Credit is huge, you know, in, a, in a, I always refer to it as in a previous life when I was selling home and auto insurance a lot. Um, a lot of the things go towards credit base now. You know, you can't really buy, um, you know, the, the, uh, a lot of things without having credit. You know, so build credit and, and understand the importance of how credit works. You know, it's one thing to get that credit card. And it's like, like you know, um, um, uh, Gary said, you know, spending the money that you don't have. Don't just, it's easy to swipe that card, right? Mm -hmm. Because we were talking before this segment, how many places actually look at, uh, won't take cash and they look for the credit card all the time. You know, so it's important to understand how that credit works and make sure that you're not spending more than what you have available. And, you know, that was um, that was one that my, my dad said, uh, if you don't have it, don't spend it. And Scott, for our listeners that maybe, like you said, don't have uh, a trusted go-to person in the family to talk about finances, um, there's a lot of good websites out there. One of them, uh, you can go to the mint.org slash kids. I checked it out. Um, it's developed by a very well-known uh, Northwestern Mutual. They also have a, a lot of games and calculators on the website that kids can learn about budgeting and saving and investing. So um, if you don't have that access uh, at home, you can visit the web. Go to uh, themint.org uh, forward slash kids. It's never too late to start learning. It's never too early to start learning. Certainly never too late to start learning. Perhaps you're picking up a couple things right now when it comes to your retirement planning. Uh, the next step, here's a website for you. I'll mention ARHQ.com. That's how you set up a time to speak with the guys at America's Retirement Headquarters. You can also schedule a time as well by giving a call to them, 419-794-3030. Uh, something else that's that's got a lot of views on YouTube is a scene from the 1991 season of Seinfeld, uh, which takes place at a car rental counter. Oh, I'm sorry. We have no midsize available at the moment. I don't understand. I made a reservation. Do you have my reservation? Yes, we do. Unfortunately, we ran out of cars. But the reservation keeps the car here. That's why you have the reservations. I know why we have reservations. I don't think you do. <laughs> if you did, I'd have a car. <laughs> See, you know how to take the reservation. You just don't know how to hold the reservation. And that's really the most important part of the reservation, the holding. So Jerry had assumed the car would be waiting for him. Uh, obviously, that wasn't the case. You know, sometimes we assume that we have enough money for retirement just because we have a plan in place, and we all know what they say about assuming. How can you help make sure that the plan is properly executed, even through unforeseen circumstances? 
when you're developing a plan, I mean, a lot of times people will develop a plan. We'll look at uh, what's called reasonable withdrawal rates. And that's, you know, somebody taking three or four or five percent withdrawal rates off their retirement for normal living expenses. And, you know, so the process that we have put together over the years is called the independent income system. And, you know, if you haven't had a chance to Google the independent income system, I encourage you to do that. And take a watch for that video, and it talks for 15 minutes about where there are the biggest threats and opportunities in the marketplace. And a lot of times when people leave the office and we draw out the independent income system, what they'll tell me is they'll say, you know, I finally understand the purpose for what each of my accounts are designed to do. And then my follow-up to that will be, okay, now what could blow it up? And the things that could blow it up would be, number one, an unexpected or unplanned for healthcare crisis. Mm -hmm. And number two, uh, the loss of a loved one and a premature death. Or number three is looking at the sequence of return risk. Now, Scott, we've talked about this before in the past. And, you know, we've talked about the fact that a large percentage of people who end up being forced into retirement earlier than what they expected was due to healthcare related issues, either personally sure. or caring for a loved one. And wouldn't you agree that's one of the biggest risks in retirement? Yeah, you're setting yourself up for an absolute disaster if you don't have the proper healthcare put in place. And it's not just having the proper healthcare put in place, it's understanding it. What I'm finding today is it's actually quite alarming and shocking to me is a lot of people don't even realize or know all of the benefits that they have. You know, and I think part of that problem is shame on us for not properly educating them and meeting with them on an, uh, a routine uh, annual basis to go over their plan. You know, that's one of the things that I offer um, when we do uh, annual reviews for everybody. Uh, and I'll even take a look at somebody that's not even a client. I'll look at their plan for them, you know. But um, if you're not properly covered, and you have, um, I've had some clients recently that have had, um, they have arthritis and they're getting injections. They're actually uh, transfusions that they're getting to help with this arthritis. I quoted a guy, his, his cost for the medication was $556,000 a year. Now that's not his cost, but that's the cost of the medication. Mm -hmm. His cost was 34000 that's 34000 a year. You know, if you don't have the proper plan put in place, that's out of your pocket 100%. Mm -hmm. So you're right, Nolan. I mean, having the right health plan put in place is really going to help keep your investments where they're supposed to be in, in uh, moving forward. Well, yeah. that unexpected unplanned for healthcare crisis absolutely can blow it up for you. And there's a lot of people that are listening that said, you know, I, I've not done anything about figuring that out yet. Um, I'll worry about that later. And, and you know, the challenge is, is something else that you said really kind of hit home for me, and that's understanding what your benefits are. Because as I talk about, one of the other issues is an issue of a, a spouse passing on early sure. in the retirement years because Social Security or pension, you know, can make up a big portion of somebody's lifetime income needs at retirement time. And for a married couple, if that surviving spouse's income is not considered, it could be a disaster. I remember doing a presentation. I was over at Swanton. and we were doing a presentation to a group and this lady had come up after the presentation, really in tears and was, mm -hmm. you know, pulling me off to the side of the presentation because of the fact she wanted to know what, what would be the advice I would give to her because when she lost her husband unexpectedly, uh, and he passed away due to health complications, she went and made a claim on their health insurance and she found out 
uh, she doesn't get any of his life insurance. Wow. Because the policy she had was called accidental life sure. insurance. Mm -hmm. He didn't die of an accident. So the insurance company naturally said, sorry, that's not the type of insurance that right. you have. Mm -hmm. So absolutely check on that out. Now, Chaz, on the financial side, when we look at it, the other big issue, I think, and why I love the independent income system that we put together for people is looking at the sequence of return risk. You know, the person that has all of their money in something they can't control, like the stock and bond market, and then you have a major downturn, and then all of a sudden you have to pull money out of the market and sell off at a temporary loss, that can be a big risk. So again, I would say not having the proper health insurance, number one, sequence of return risk, number two, and not planning for and protecting the surviving spouse's income, number three, could be the biggest risk in retirement. Chance, when you're talking to folks, you know, what are you sharing with them about what their biggest risk are? Yeah, well, actually, that Seinfeld scene actually happened to, to myself, and uh, we were down in Savannah. Um, I was actually proposing to Elena that day and went to the, the car rental place, and they didn't have a car. Elena had stayed at the Airbnb, and I was afraid she was going through my bag, would find the ring, and so I was freaking out having to wait. But um, it, it does, uh, it kind of reminds me of Social Security a little bit though, anecdotally, that we kind of had this reservation with Social Security. You know, we had what we thought was gonna be a nice, um, comfortable retirement income that was gonna pay for a, a substantial part of, our part of our retirement. And now, you know, there's a potential for millions of Americans not to have what was promised to us. So it's kind of, it's apropos, you know, exactly what Seinfeld was saying. We don't have the reservation. We made the reservation, but the government didn't keep it. And so I think having reliable sources of income is probably the number one thing that I talk about with clients. Through the independent income system, we help develop a plan to make sure that they don't run out of money and that there's, uh, there's adequate resources for retirement paid, you know, that for the rest of your life, you can't outlive it. Um, and so I, I think that's one of the bigger things that we do. The, the last thing that I would say that we talk about our clients is the value of a plan. So when I say financial planning to clients, sometimes I kind of get a little a glossy look. Um, but when I say business plan for your finances, that makes a little bit more sense to people because in a business, you would never go into it without planning. You, sure. you know, there's resources, there's income, there's expenses that are going to be coming out. You're going to have opportunities and there's going to be threats to any business opportunity. And so the financial planning uh, process that we use at America's Retirement Headquarters and Nolan, I'll give you, you know, 100 percent credit for developing the CFO concept. We are the CFO for your personal finance, like a CFO would be the go to person in an organization that is going to take care of all things financial. And so through that process of business planning for your personal finances, We'll go through all of these risks. We'll we'll uncover the risk of uh, an extended care stay and and, and ex, uh, extra expenses for medical uh, retirement income planning. We take care of all of those issues. Get them you know documented out. Articulate your goals. And so I think that's probably the number one risk is not having a financial plan to organize your resources in a way that makes sense and that's going to help make sure you enjoy your retirement the way you want to. You know, previously we spoke about another type of risk, the social security risk, and that is uh, involving the solvency of social security. There's a lot of questions about that. Uh, you mentioned the social security risk score, which you guys can can run for people uh, complimentary. You can find more information about that by giving a call. Uh, or you can actually text SSI risk uh, to the number 419-909-3828. Again, SSI risk 419-909-3828. Ever since 2020, the passing of Secure Act 1, I guess, uh, that change in federal law, 
Interest in making annuities available in employer retirement plans has grown significantly. A new study uh, found that most felt adding a guaranteed income component would ease their concern of running out of money in retirement, the number one concern among pre-retirees. But let's talk about uh, what people can do if an employer's 401k hasn't included this option yet. Is there anything that can be done to help? Well, I mean, you can definitely see the trend continues to be people want to have you know, income for life. And so when you have some type of guaranteed income for life, uh, be it an annuity, that's an important feature, I think, for a lot of people as the, you know, trend continues to move away from traditional pension plans uh, to 401ks. The first thing I would say is, you know, you have to look at what the word guarantee means. You know, so guarantees when you're looking at insurance products are based upon the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. You understand uh, and make sure that you understand the rating of the insurance company, uh, the financial health of the company, you know, and if that company defaults, what the backing is, you know, because you have guarantees like uh, Social Security is mm-hmm. another example of a government guarantee. But even the government saying that they're not going to be able to provide that guarantee you know, for a lot of people in 10 years because the trust fund's going to be exhausted. So picking a financially sound company in place. But back to the question here, talking about what if your employer hasn't yet included an option like that in the plan and you're wondering, how do I get guaranteed income? It probably becomes more important, I'd say, the closer you get to retirement time, right? You know, so a young person's probably not too worried about guaranteed income. They're worried about saving, building, and accumulating and getting started. But as you get closer to retirement time, there's a strategy. It's called a 59 and a half. It's an in-service withdrawal feature. So a lot of times people, what they don't realize is if your 401k hasn't kept up with the recent law changes and you're over 59 and a half, you may be eligible to take a 59 and a half in-service withdrawal while you're working. Then that allows you to take that money and you could move it over to a self-directed IRA. Within that self-directed IRA, you can choose vehicles that provide more predictable income, uh, vehicles that are backed by insurance companies that are designed to provide income for the rest of your lifetime or income for joint lifetime. You know, you can do that. The other thing that you can do is we've got a couple segments. So if you're a younger worker and we go back in time, you know, we're kind of in that generation that is right when the pension started to go away and the shift has gone to now uh, 401ks. And I think, you know, for a lot of younger workers, they're many times in that mode of I better save in my 401k, I should maximize my 401k. And I think I'm never going to tell somebody not to save for the future. But is maximizing your 401k the most effective way? And oftentimes it may not be. What you could consider doing is redirecting some of those contributions over and above your company match, uh, there's ways that you can put things in money like uh, annuities in this example. You could use index universal life insurance. Uh, you can use vehicles that are designed to provide more predictable income and build that up to complement your 401k. Um, so if you feel that your 401k is limited, there are a, a lot of different choices. I don't know about you, Chaz, but when you're talking with people and you're looking at their 401k, are you finding that people are frustrated? They're looking for you know more predictable income or more choices with their 401k? Yeah, I think so. I think um, it, it all comes down, like we talked about before, of having more control or maintaining control or taking back control of your retirement and certainly having more reliable income 
does provide uh, an additional measure of control because it reduces the sequence of returns risk. So it reduces the sequence of returns risk that you face by having uh, to take withdrawals during very volatile market times. You know, it's kind of staggering, though. Whenever you see 68 to 70 percent of people responding affirmatively to anything at once, it's I think it's something that you should definitely take note of. Um, And annuities uh, at times have been vilified. Um, Sometimes we joke around that they're a dirty word. They do certainly have their faults, but certainly uh, some significant advantages that annuities have are again providing lifetime income. It is an additional reliable, predictable source of income that clients cannot outlive. And uh, in many respects, depending on the type of annuity, it can effectively reduce the volatility and the risk of the principal fluctuation risk on that particular part of money effectively to zero. So it does have a lot of advantages. There certainly are some disadvantages, limited liquidity, limited growth potential, but either way, um, Nolan, I do think uh, this might be a trend that we see coming into fruition um, in the next couple of years. Uh, it, it's just difficult to see because the 401k industry is very closed. It's one of the downsides. It's it's not transparent. You have a limited number of resources that you can choose from, and generally the resources and the investments that you have access to have not been chosen by you. They've been chosen by maybe the plan administrator or the company to kind of solve the needs of the group. And so to your point, by doing, uh, in some cases, a 59 and a half rollover where we take a portion of your money and start to develop that financial plan and build it out for you, I think that can have a significant advantage uh, in terms of understanding the plan, what the dollars are for, putting in place the protections, and then the costs. You know, we have to disclose to you what things cost up front. We disclose it uh, prominently and, and we sign it. But in some industries, like the 401k, it's hard to get an idea of what you actually are paying for. So consulting with an advisor at the Retirement Guys here, we can help you determine if the, an annuity makes sense. Uh, give us a call, text us, and um, you know, let us know how we can help if you have questions about your 401k. The one thing that I want to make sure that people understand with this, because I didn't have any idea about this stuff. Shame on me. And like you said, Nolan, it allows you to set up that focus on that guaranteed income stream mm-hmm. outside of the 401k. Like you said, I would never tell anybody not to to put money into a 401k. You know, so I look at Troy, you know, my son, he's 21 years old. He started working for us here and and he's starting to invest, you know. He needs to put as much money as he can into his investments of mm-hmm. some sort. But what I also like is what you said, Nolan, is redirecting uh, uh, contributions over and above. If, if you can be disciplined to do that, I think that is phenomenal. You know, take what your employer is going to give you. It's free money. Right. Take that money. But then sit down with an advisor. I think the important thing to know here is make sure that you have an advisor that can help explain all of these things to you. You can actually set up an account. If I'm, I'm not talking out of church here, but you can set up where you contribute on your own outside of a 401k on a monthly basis, just like coming out of your paycheck, right? Mm-hmm, correct. I mean, you can set that all up. If you want some flexibility and to move forward and, and generate some sort of a um, guaranteed income stream, when it does come time for a retirement, take control of your money and invest outside of the 401k. Or, um, or I, th- Social, I think it's great. Yeah, or if Social Security you know, reduces, you've got this additional income source there for you. Any money saved towards your retirement obviously is a good thing, but if there was a smarter way to go about it, I think anyone, anyone would be uh, 
you know, it would be a value to them to, to take a look at that. It's a conversation certainly worth having and one the team at America's Retirement Headquarters can have with you, be willing to have with you gladly. Just give a call, 419-794-3030, or you can schedule a time to speak with them as well on the website, arhq.com. Now, a little earlier, we were talking about Secure Act 1.0. The reason it's 1.0 is because last December, Secure Act 2.0 passed, and we're continuing to peel back the layers of 2.0. Some of the good changes deal with after-tax Roth accounts. Guys, as we uh, wrap up here, can you run them down and talk about the benefits of these? Sometimes just being aware of some of these changes mm-hmm. can help give you as much lead time as possible to prepare. And, you know, that's really what we try to do with, uh, you know, some of the educational uh, classes that we do and uh, our events. So just to kind of give you a highlight again, and, and the the number of updates to the SECURE Act is lengthy, but we want to talk about some of the major ones that we think our listeners uh, would benefit from most and would most likely impact them. So first, uh, we're talking about an increase in the required minimum distribution age that starts at 72 uh, to 75 over the period of the next 10 years. Um, And then so now we're looking at 73 for 2024. Another major change was enhanced uh, recently with the Secure 2.0 was the 50 and over catch-up provision. So starting in 2024, savers who are the ages of 60 to 63 have an opportunity to increase their catch-up contribution from $6,500 to $10,000 in their 401k and 403b plans. So that's a a pretty big deal. And I know in previous segments, we've talked about um, high wage earners having being forced in some cases to contribute that catch-up provision to their Roth component of the 401k if the employer offers it. So, you know, I think those are uh, one of the bigger ones. Uh, the simple plans, the the uh, savings, savings and investment plans for small uh, employers also got a bump to their catch-up plan going from 3000 to 5000 uh, So th- these are just a lot of different ways, some significant changes that have, you know, really impacted the way that people save, that employees can save and reduce their taxable income. So if you're not up to date on all of the Secure Act 2.0 changes that, that can affect you, don't feel bad. Um, like I said, there's a ton of them out there, and even a lot of uh, the most diligent advisors may not be able to keep up with them. So if you have any questions, if you'd like a step-by-step update, uh, a detailed guide and help you to help you kind of sort through some of these changes, text uh, to 419-909-3828, text us SECURE 2.0, and we'll send you an update on all of those changes. Yeah, you know, if you think about this, uh, the SECURE Act 2.0, it was passed in December of 2022. It also comes down to the plan provider and your employer actually implementing those rule changes. So when I was getting ready for this show, as an example, uh, our company 401k that we use, you know, when you look at the ability for Roth 401k company matches being available, um, I called our plan provider just to again learn about has our plan provider implemented those changes. And so, you know, before passing the act, the pre-tax dollars that the employer matched had to go in pre-tax. And what that meant is that meant that, that the retiree would pay taxes on it when they retired and they took that money out. I, like many of you guys, think that having uh, Roth company matches would be a fantastic thing. One, selfishly, as the business owner who puts <laughs> money into the 401k, but also for my employees, you know, who want to, you know, get that company match. Now, 
again, you'd have to check with your CPA, your accountant. We're not tax professionals on how it applies to your situation. That company match in the Roth 401k could be considered income in the year that you receive it, unlike the pre-tax contributions, because, again, the government wants to get their money some way. But I'd rather have the government get the money on the dollars going in while the balance is smaller mm -hmm. than when the balance grows bigger and bigger in the future and when you pull that money out. Because right now we also have the secondary problem, which is the unfunded liabilities and the government's consistent, constant, out-of-control spending that's massively building up our debt, which means, you know, higher taxes could be in the future. Now, the problem is, is if your company's 401k is slow to act on some of these, you also could be limited on that, which is exactly what I had found out when I called our 401k provider asking about these rule changes. And the company had not yet uh, adapted the rule changes. Here it is in August, and a, a rule change that went into effect last year. And so what that means is that means it's time for us to maybe look at another 401k provider. And the same would be true is if the person that you're working with isn't keeping up with the rule changes, you know, once you know, maybe it's time to do something different. You know, the Honorable Learned Hand said, the judge, who said there's two systems of taxation, one for the informed and one for the uninformed. There are massive changes in how it applies to your retirement account, uh, how it applies to things like college accounts and 529 plans. And if somebody hasn't sat down and talked with you this year about your retirement savings in the SECURE Act 2.0, uh, I would absolutely love the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation, give you a second opinion, because if you're missing out on potentially tax-free dollars in the future, uh, what a shame it would be to make smart financial investment decisions only to pay higher taxes in the future. Definitely one of those situations where what you don't know uh, may hurt you seems dramatic, but it, it can affect your bottom line and your retirement, forcing you to pay more than necessary. So it is important to uh, maybe not necessarily you personally stay abreast of all the changes that are coming down the line from Washington. Uh, it's a full-time job in and of itself, but turning to people who do, who this is their job, this is what they help people with, staying informed, having a plan that can be revised, that is what you get with the retirement guys. That is what you get with the entire team in America's retirement headquarters. And so to have them on your side, real simple. Give a call, 419-794-3030 to start creating that plan. Or you can always go to the website as well, arhq.com. We want to thank you, as we always do, for joining us here on the show, spending uh, part of your day with us here on America's retirement headquarters. Please have a great week ahead of you. Uh, be safe out there. Guys, as always, appreciate the time. And as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word. Yeah, you know, Chris, you mentioned there it'd be painful to learn about things that maybe you could have applied to your situation. The good news is for you listening, you know, the Secure Act 2.0 is less than a year old. It's still new. It's going to take time for companies to get implemented. I get that. My goal of coming on this show and teaching you about the Secure Act 2.0 is to make sure in 10 or 15 years from now, you don't have to look back and say, I wish I would have known then. So now's a great time to find out how this applies to your situation. Look at the ways that we can implement this to, again, keep the government away from your money because there are great benefits of the SECURE Act, but it's, again, one of those things that uh, if you don't apply it to your situation, you could look back and say 10 or 15 years and say, I wish I would have known. We don't want you to know that. That's why we want you to continue to listen to our show here on Toledo's largest talk station each and every week. And, you know, every week we kind of end with a great quote. And, you know, meeting Gary from the Rascal Flats uh, recently in uh, Nashville, uh, I got a quote that uh, I thought was pretty fitting with uh, some of his songs that he plays. And this quote is, retirement is not the end of the road. It's the beginning of the open highway. 
So have a great week this week, folks. Uh, just remember when you think retirement, think America's Retirement Headquarters, and it's home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstance. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.